And now, from the Cave of Wonders, live in the presence of gods, welcome to the Rain Man Show. Motherfucking peanut butter and jealous. <laughs> Let's go get them. Let's go get them. Light them up. Fucking hate us. No, 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 no. everyone to the rain man show recording now on sundays so the show will be completely different i have a feeling i don't know maybe it'll be the same i don't think the comedy aspect will change but i feel like maybe the topics might change drastically or more sunday appropriate i'm not quite sure how it's going to affect the show because there's no more there's no longer any alcohol or illicit drugs involved during During the Sunday show? Yet. There's none of that yet. You don't know that you won't turn back to that stuff yeah, just at an earlier yeah, you may, time. You may go to the dark side pretty soon. Well, the reason why I can't, though, that's the thing. Sundays are usually days that I dedicate to releasing a bunch of content. Mm-hmm. And also, I go pick up my son in the late evening time. So he's back at the home with me. So I can't. I don't have the option to drink a mimosa, as we talked about during the last show, having a, a Rain Man brunch, if you will, which is something we're definitely going to do. I like that idea that Tony had. We should do a Rain Man brunch, and that's what we call it. Brunch with the Rain Man. Gays. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what grown men actually go together for brunch? Brunch is good. Don't hate. No, I'm not hating. But at the same time, do three guys actually talk to each other and invite each other to brunch? Time out. Counter argument. Didn't we just do that here? Yes, but are we really? And in the, a sort of way, Tom, and in a sort of way around this time of year, guys get together on Sundays to go to sport bars to go saw some football. Is it any gayer than saying, hey, buddy, you want to come over and watch a bunch of burly, sweaty men beat each other up violently and just like have a beer? That's true. It's different strokes for different folks. We are replacing sweaty men with waffles. Yeah. You know, I'm going to redefine masculinity and what it means to be a man. Hmm. Enough of this whiskey it's and cigar nonsense. Like, listen, you don't have to be into whiskey and cigars to be masculine. You can read books, tuck your dick, and like brunch. Well, we only do and you're two still of those masculine. things, though. Which one are the two that you're choosing? Because that's going to be very telling. Go ahead. What two do you do? I don't tuck my dick. <laughs> really? Never? Not for fun? <laughs> no. This, why? That's uncomfortable. Hey, sometimes it's interesting to see what you'd look like as a woman, don't you think? <laughs> You never, you ever like, yeah, okay. I have a pretty huh? nice little wow. vaginal area. What did, what, did, what, did, what did we? What turn did we take? I've, what turn I've did we seen take? Silence of the Lambs. You, you never like. Oh, I got some good thigh gap going on. That's pretty cool. You have to be in shape to want to see any of that. Oh, I don't actually do that. Okay. Yet. <laughs> but now the idea is very enticing. <laughs> <laughs> the things I find out about myself during the show is very Haunting. intriguing. Oh yeah, that too. And nightmarish. (laughs) 
again, my therapist is probably listening and will give me a call later today. I, I think having my therapist listen to this might be good. Yeah. Or or it will end up with me on a prescription of some sort. No, it's definitely something you have to do. If they ask what you do, like, here, listen. Check it out. And they'll be like, dear God, we can't work together anymore. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How bad of a reaction would that be from your therapist? Like, I'm sorry, I have to yeah, cut you off. Here, 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 That's bad. Here, here's, uh, here's my invoice. You could stop right there. And, you know, like. Uh, this will be our last. Yes. Please meeting. get out. Please get out right now. That'd be bad. Thankfully, I haven't had that, but I haven't sent her this show, so I get what you're saying. You know, it does. I think it's more of like, is this show kind of like a werewolf? Will it change dramatically (laughs) now being in the middle of the day versus the dead of night? And will that have impacts on what happens? But, you know, I'm, I'm positive. I'm optimistic. And again, you know, you can have mimosas not get totally fucked up. I don't know how I'm a, I'm, I'm a lush. You're lush. Once I start drinking, I can't stop. You can't stop. Coronavirus happened. And I haven't since I have not since attempted to go get mimosas, but Steve and I were talking the other day and we're thinking about getting brunch because that's what two masculine men do. If you listen to the show, mm-hmm. we're redefining it. We're taking it back. And, uh, we were going to go get brunch and we specifically mentioned mimosas. And then he said, yeah, but I can't drink too much, you know, because, Last time was a disaster. But in my mind, when I start drinking, it's hard for me to stop. And I don't have a drinking problem because I can go months without drinking. But once I start drinking, I want to drink. You don't You don't have it just to have one. No. You drink to enjoy. Yeah, if it. I'm going to drink, then I'm going to enjoy the evening drinking. And you're not going to judge yourself for finishing that bottle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just like I do with the ice cream carton. <laughs> I'm going to have Rocky Road, then I'm going to have Rocky Road, all of it. Not just a cup, but all cups. <laughs> they would just scream, don't look at me. Well, well, look at Wendy's. Look what I do with my Wendy's night. That's true. Do I just get a cheeseburger you, and french fries? No, no, I completely binge because I have an eating disorder. <laughs> Dude, so Randy and I were there not too long ago. But Wendy's? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we were making a comment about how every single I'm jerking, I'm jerking off right, right now. Hold on, hold on, yeah. Hold on, hold on. yeah. Every single go ahead, go ahead. meal Keep is just like bacon filled. Mm. Like I remember it used to be like there was the one mm. baconator was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. And now Jesus Christ, he's jerking. <laughs> I can I can hear it like but a lot of their stuff now has bacon on it to where mm. it feels like it's just bacon and also we have burgers. Wow. Is that just is that just my observation? I'm just really distracted by the <laughs> Don't mind the masturbating ghost. <laughs> masturbating skeleton it Listen, sounds like you have to enjoy see the thing is is that i'm very self i'm very self-disciplined in everything i do mm. so when i do allow myself to enjoy something i fucking enjoy it it's like with sex i do everything in one setting because i don't know when i'm gonna have it next you're and, like a camel drinking water yes i don't know i don't have balance so once i start it's all in it's all in okay. thomas that's why when I go to Wendy's, I have the entire menu, essentially. But is that a new thing with them? Like, just bacon up the butt? Um, I'm not sure, actually. It seemed like an aggressive amount. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a pussy. <laughs> I don't necessarily like... I do enjoy bacon, but I don't eat it. So the things I get, I usually ask them no bacon if it has it on there. Mm. I just... I can't eat pork. Not because I don't like it, because I just... 
I feel bad for animals. Yeah. You know, I don't, uh, if I, listen, personally, I would never impose anything on anyone. However, I don't really feel like at this point in human society, civilization, I don't feel like we need to eat live animals. I don't feel like we need to kill animals to eat. There are so many alternatives now uh, where we can get our protein sources. And there are so many choices now of vegetarian choices, non-meat choices that taste just as good now. This isn't. It's a lot better now. This isn't even. This isn't 10 years ago. This isn't even five years ago. Some of the bacon replacements they have and beef replacements they have or substitutes are good. Mm -hmm. So. I'm not a bacon guy. I've been actively trying to cut meat from my diet, not for health reasons, because, you know, within reason, meat's not bad for you anyways, but just because I, I like animals and I don't want, I can understand that. Yeah. Especially pig, because they've done studies on pigs that they are completely aware that they're being killed. I watched this documentary on it a couple years back that they are aware that they're dying and they scream in agony as their kids and their their offspring are being murdered, they know that they're being murdered. Uh, same thing with cows. So, for example, there was a documentary I was watching about a cow that uh, the farmers come and take the calves. That's what they're called, right? When they're babies, yeah. come, they come take the calves and they put them in a cart and they go, they drive off because the calves are being sold off and they go other places. The mom cow chases after Oh, don't car. tell me that. She mm. chases, she breaks through the fence and chases after her babies. Ugh. That is why I have started to wean myself from food. It's fucked. We, as a human civilization, and I'm just going to say this for emphasis, meaning I, I don't, I'm not against certain things, obviously. You know, Tony mentioned wokeness during the post show, during our last mm. show. I'm not a woke individual necessarily. I hate that word. Yeah. So I'm not like a, a tree hugger or someone that thinks everything should be overly analyzed through a liberal lens necessarily. But as I said a few shows ago, we as a culture, we focus on things that just aren't necessarily all that important. Whereas things like this, dealing with animals that share an ecosystem with us, that share a planet with us, somehow Western civilization, they're the ones to blame, Western cultures, we have placed ourselves above animals. We are the only culture, Chinese culture now, because of their whole entire fucked up way they do things. Yeah. But for centuries, no one else put animals beneath themselves. They viewed animal life as the circle of life, except Western culture. Western culture, because of the Puritan ideologies, where the Bible says that man lords over the the animal life, we have this mindset that we are better than these animals. But the more we learn, we realize that our idea of sentience is not as as we had thought it was in years past. We are realizing that animals like the elephant. Dolphins. Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Dolphins is a huge one. Pigs. I mean, elephants have, have changed people's minds uh, so much so in the last decade because we have realized that these creatures mourn death. Elephants mourn yeah. death. They go to burial sites decades 
after loved ones have died. They all protect the young. They put the life of the young elephant. I don't know the name of, I'm not an animal guru here, so I don't know what they call it. What do they call baby elephants? Do we know? Is there a name for it? I thought it was calf as well, but it could Calves, be wrong. Yeah. My point is, is that they put that life in front of their own. And yeah, they, it's a calf. They protect it no matter what. And there has been these studies now where they're trying to analyze elephant civilization is what they're calling it because there has been a rise in elephant hostility. Male elephants have always been known to stampede and be aggressive when they need to be. But now there is an, a surge, an uptick of male aggression. And they're trying to figure out why. And what many scientists and biologists have put together through their investigations and study is that they are reacting to being murdered because of the poachers, because of their loved ones being killed senselessly in Africa and other places, captivity. They are reacting and defending themselves because these animals have become very aggressive over the last several years. And that's the only thing that makes sense to them. And they've realized that the things that they're doing to these animals is the reason why they're now hostile towards people and actively seeking out humans to hurt them. Hmm. That is vengeance. That is vengeance. Well, yeah, so am I. But my point is, is that we are being forced to look at things differently. Yeah, as we should, dude, as we should. I mean, there there is an activist group that I'm signed on with 100%. They're about adding elephants to personhood status. And what that means, when you bestow personhood on an animal, they now have the same rights as a human. Right. So, listen, that can get real mucky real fast. It can fast. get real dicey, yeah. However, there are certain animals that I believe should have personhood status and be protected and given rights. Because if they feel pain, if they understand pain, that's sentience. Well, the you know the whole dolphin thing out at that Odyssey Aquarium here? Randy w- hates that place and will never go there. Are you talking about that video I posted? No, not that one. Ago? Not the whale one. Oh, oh! did you see that one I where did, it slammed it haunting, its head? Yes. Hmm. But there's the that Odyssey Aquarium here out on the 101. Yeah, it's and awful. Shea or, that place is a hell. Yeah, Randy refuses to even to do anything with that. Fucking hates that place because of the dolphins. They had them at a show for a long time and like 10 of them fucking died or some crazy number because they have been proven not to do well in captivity because they're fucking smart and get depressed. And they finally ended the dolphin show after like the fifth or sixth one fucking died. That's why when you ask me, do I feel sorry for immigrants being put in cages or animals? These immigrants have choices. Their choice was made to travel hundreds of miles and unsafe territory to be locked in a cage when they are well aware that when they get to the border, they're going to be put in a cage. So do I feel sorry for them opposed to uh, if you had to compare the two? Where is my interest? Where is my focus? It's focused on the innocence of animal life that cannot protect themselves and make those types of choices like an, an immigrant who's willingly traveling through miles and miles of dangerous terrain so they can be put in a cage. 
this is what I'm talking about going right back to the beginning of the show. Priorities and emphasis are not on more important things. I'm not saying one is not important, but I'm saying choices were made by people who are completely in control of themselves. They have complete agency. They're not being rounded up necessarily. These animals don't have those options. They're being rounded up. We're infiltrating their ecosystem. We are putting them in cages. We are putting them in aquariums that would not suffice for anyone. You're putting them in a place that is the size of their body when they're used to swimming in the ocean. And you wonder why this whale slams its head mm-hmm. repeatedly to commit suicide. That's literally what the whale did. There is no hypothetical. Well, what was it trying to do? No, it committed suicide. It did suicide. what it was trying to do. It tried to kill itself because it could not take being locked up any longer. To me, that's an, that's an evidence, that's a piece of evidence that should be used to give whales a little bit more rights, in my opinion. Is that crazy of me? I don't know. Some people will say so, but I disagree with Something that. Something has idea. to be done. We can't keep doing these things to our our neighbors because we look at them as animals and we should look at them as neighbors. It's just more and more that... To me, human society has shown it is time for another <laughs> great cleansing. We don't deserve to be here. Well, think about it, Thomas. If we went to Mars, okay, yeah, and we found life on Mars, we would approach that life from a philosophical standpoint. At least that's what people would. I think you'd like to think that we would. If the cameras are on us, that's what we're going to do. Now, I'm not saying what's going to happen behind closed doors, Mm, you know, but I feel like there will be a lot of emphasis being put on our footprint on foreign soil of a planet where we don't belong. And even if, let's say say the life form is a roach, it's a Mars roach. We would act like that's the most precious of life. We wouldn't just pick it up and put it in a cage. We would attempt to treat it with a certain type of care. There's no difference between alien life that may be a roach and life that's on this planet. It's just a matter of perspective. So we need to change our perspective. And that's why I understand Greta Thunberg's anger. Oh, yeah. She has every right to be angry. She was born into a world that's fucked. I like to make fun of her because she's an odd duck. Yeah, she's a little quirky for sure. Here, have you guys seen the new... There's new audio. I haven't seen audio. I read an article not too long ago about it. Okay, her. so a few years ago, she made headlines because of her whole, how dare you? Yeah. How dare you? Now, she's at it again. I got to say, she has a great PR campaign. These people know how to, if she's the one writing all these things, then she's a fucking genius because she knows how to make headlines. But I think there she has handlers. I think there's people that put in certain buzzwords and tell her to say certain things so that her message resonates within social media. About some expensive, politically correct green act of bunny hugging or blah, blah, blah. Build back better. Blah, blah, blah. Green economy. Blah, blah, blah. Net zero by 2050. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I find that I, she's very young. I think she's like 19 now. But I find that a little attractive. The whole blah, blah, blah. The whole dismissive tone. The bunny hugging. Wait, she's 18, 19 She's now? 18 or 19 now, yeah. Or Why blah, blah, still, blah. Like, I mean, she's, she's a kid. She's not. I don't find her attractive in that sense. No, I thought she was still like middle school. 
But imagine Jesus if you were married to someone like that or in a relationship with someone like that. And you're like, hey, honey, do you want to get dinner tonight? Blah, oh blah, God. blah. Yeah. I'm like, let's, what do you like to eat? Whatever you want. It's always something you want. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> imagine at your whole life. Like, hey, what's up? How you doing today? Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. You make no money. Blah, blah, <laughs> blah, blah. You have a small dick. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Are blah, you the blah, one blah. wanting to blah, blah? Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. I just find it attractive a little bit. If I was with someone that said those things to me, I'm like, yes, demean me, please. Yeah, do you have blah, blah, the blah. demeaning thing? It's just more of the same. Blah, blah, blah. Don't, don't hate. I'm not hating. I, Thomas, just... Thomas, I could see Randy doing that to you. She does. Blah, blah, blah. Absolutely she does. All the time. Pretty yeah, regularly. Go ahead and tell Randy something yeah, right today. now. Tell Randy something that you have been wanting to tell her for a long time. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Randy, I, I blah, really blah, think blah. that we should start with remodeling the floors rather than blah, the blah, blah. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. No, I'm just joking. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, that, I mean, I'm, it's I'm serious. I think the it's floors would be Thomas. a lot more effort if we did it first. It would save blah, us a blah, lot. Blah, blah, Okay. Like, this is actually hitting really close to home. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> And it's strangely erotic. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. So she's in the news again? I, I, yeah, she was, was an recently. not too long ago, and she keeps giving everybody shit for these, which I completely agree with, half-hearted bullshit, we're going to change things statements. Yeah, see, I'm not 100% on board the whole we are doom and gloom, the world is destroyed, and there's no way we can return. I feel like if we keep going down this path, yeah, eventually we're going to destroy the world. But as was the case during coronavirus what happened when everybody quit polluting yeah within a matter of weeks things the got a fuck load better. bounced back well and that's the thing is that what people don't understand and i think i've said this on here before you don't need to do all this green energy changing these things because the planet is fucked you need to do it so that we don't kill ourselves the planet the furry animals, the oceans, and the trees will eventually be fine. Mother Earth will be fine. Blah, blah, blah. We're blah, the blah, ones blah. that won't survive these new conditions that we're setting up for ourselves. We're the ones blah, blah, that blah. will get fucked. Blah, that's, blah, blah. Okay. <laughs> like, that's the thing. You don't want to do... Blah, blah. <laughs> you don't want to recycle because it's important for the planet so much as you do this stuff so that you can continue to be the lazy piece of shit with the lifestyle you have. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you. <laughs> I would love to have someone that Demean just... Demean you like yeah, that? Well, because it'll keep me on my toes. Like, whenever I don't say anything that's of importance, just, you know, say that. And then I will understand, okay, I've talked too long. That's fine. <laughs> but no, I understand her anger, but I do feel yeah. like it's a bit misplaced because... Her message is too angry. Number one. You don't. See, I disagree. Uh, <sighs> anger is what gets things changed these days, dude. Whether or not she sh she's truly that angry or it's a good idea is not the point. Is that that's what people watch. That's what people click and share. I agree from the. From a marketing standpoint. From the social side, people will pay more attention but I also feel like less people will care about the message when it's shrouded in anger. I think less people of an older generation. Will she care. needs to quit with the blah, blah, blah. And how dare you and start educating 
and sounding more intellectual opposed to just angry. How dare you? The anger is only going to work so long. And right now it comes off as cute because she's a kid. And you're like, oh, look at this kid. She really fucking cares. But imagine her being a 30-year-old woman doing these things for real. She's at a conference and she's telling people, everyone in the crowd, she's talking to the people in the crowd, the politicians. That's not going to go over well with people when she's a 30-year-old woman. Build back better, blah, blah, blah. Green economy, blah, blah, blah. Net zero by 2050. She's literally talking shit to Cortez and Biden. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Because it's just, it's just words. Words, yeah. But again, I still... It's I'm, word service. Wait, I'm what's the word I'm looking for? Lip service. Lip service, there we yeah. go. I'm more on her track of thought. Being nice... And saying we got to do all these things hasn't done shit. But being angry, if Twitter has proven nothing else, it's that if you bitch with enough volume and as consistently as possible, things change. Not because they care, not because they want to, but because they don't want to hear you complain anymore. I completely understand your point of it needs to be a little bit more educational. And as she moves older, it's going to be seen as tired or rote or irritating. Well, because what, what what's her solutions? I very rarely hear her solutions. I just hear her demonizing the people that's trying to do something. But how much is it trying? That's the thing is that her point isn't that they're trying to do something. It's that they're yeah, yeah, saying I get that. that it's lip service. Something. No, I get yeah. that. But at the same time... I think she's still well in, entrenched and still it's important to be in the angry fuck you you're not doing anything stage more than the and here are my proposed solutions stage she actually says um in her rebuttal to tactics of campaigners who blocked roads she actually said as long as no one gets hurt then i think sometimes you need to anger some people i'm not saying you shouldn't ruffle some feathers that is how you get things done but there comes a time when you're Words to be a little more diplomatic. Stress your point through passion, but then this is going to wear out soon. And it's just going to be another angry activist that we just tune out. It's very possible. It is very possible. And you do have a point of make sure that we get to a point where it's education and options, not just anger and yelling. Because, I mean, look at, you know, Occupy Wall Street sort of situation. But yeah, but those I, people are illogical twice. Well, they were also, yeah. yeah but I also think sense. the biggest problem you have with this whole stance, Mike, is that you're a rational thinking person who listens to others. So you you go to, well, what are some proposed solutions? Let's figure it out. Whereas most people don't even want to hear it still. Yeah. So the problem is that you know t- well enough to act or to ask for solutions. Yeah. So that's your own weakness in a way. Yeah. And I definitely don't despise her i know a lot of people make fun of her and yes there's a lot to poke fun and there is if we can make Just fun of you know people who died brian laundry and all that stuff people made memes about alec baldwin in the shooting the day it happened yeah people are fucked we don't deserve to be here yeah so i don't mind poking fun having a good time but that doesn't mean i dislike her or what she's doing because in all honesty i would love for my son to be this passionate about anything at this age, right. I, I wish I was passionate about something besides masturbating when I was 15, 16 years old. And then when I was 18, it was just about having sex and needing a girlfriend. If I could be passionate about something that mattered, 
maybe my whole life would have been different, Thomas. How dare you? <laughs> that got really sad really quick. <laughs> Jesus. Is that, net zero oh. by 2050, blah, 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 net zero, blah, 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 blah. climate neutral, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you just want to find someone who will blah, this blah, blah. This is all we you. hear from our so-called leaders. Words. Words that sound great, but so far has led to no action. I mean, she's not wrong. Right. That's pretty much all politicians. Yeah. The, the only thing she doesn't realize... And this is the sad truth of it. Nothing will change. Is that politicians many times reflect the people. You're only going, the people that are elected are because they are a reflection of their constituents. So the people you should be talking to are not other politicians. You should probably be trying to educate groups of people and getting into their social circles if you feel like it's important because you're not going to change the minds of politicians until the minds have been changed of their constituents. Unless it threatens them getting reelected. Yeah. I mean, that's just the cold hard facts. That's why when people want to gripe and complain about Biden and, uh, Oh, this guy is the president. I'm like, well, listen, he's because people are like, well, why is Biden so fucking progressive? This guy was never like this. He was a moderate who did nothing and cared about, Really nothing in the ways of social change. He was a nothing who did nothing. But now he's ultra progressive. I'm like, well, it's because he believes that his his constituents are progressive. He's miscalculating the people who put him in office, but that's what he's he thinks. He thinks the more progressive he acts, the more people are going to like him because that's how politicians are elected. Their constituents put them in there. Unfortunately, Biden and his administration are completely detached from reality. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Our hopes and dreams drown in their empty words and promises. Of course, we need constructive dialogue, but they've now had 30 years of blah, 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 and where has that led us? To you. <laughs> but, of course, we can still turn... See, this is a type of person that could be a president or a respectable world leader of some type. I'd love to see more of that kind of thing from our leaders. Yeah. Not just, you know. Activism that, rather than identity politics, which I do find important, but they also only, and this is the cold hard facts, it's a very small percentage of people that are advocating these types of things. And when you completely steer the entire nature of a country you try to change the lexicon of a culture you rewrite a language to fit neutral pronouns for literally one to two percent of the global population whereas something like Greta Thunberg her activism affects the planet every single Eight one of billion us people and the rest of human civilization moving forward moving forward yeah. See, this is the type of activism we, we need more need of. at the forefront I, and, I and by saying that i just want to say this as a disclaimer when i say one to two percent i am not those types of people who say well this is more important so you're not important that's not what i'm saying i'm saying we need to reevaluate and look at priorities not that we should let one go to the wayside but we should have more emphasis on 
things that affect the globe and the future of humankind and whether or not we're going to be here in a thousand years. Agreed. Because gender norms are going to change every 10, 15, 20 years. So you're going about trying to enact change. But in 20 years, just look how much it's changed in 10 years. 10 years ago, it was about no labels. 10 years ago, it was, I don't want to be labeled, bro. Now we're all about labels. Then we're now not about gender, even though gender was important. But it's still important to have your pronouns, which is its own label. Yes. So all I'm saying is that that is a revolving issue. It's a revolving issue. But the other thing that I feel like was is um, misplaced energy is this crusader like favor to force society's views to change. And I again, I understand where that's coming from. But society, human society is not something that changes overnight. It's something that takes years. It takes generations to fade out previously thought ideals, beliefs, dogma. You don't force society to change something overnight. It doesn't work. And it's one thing if it's like policy or, you know, criminal level activity and shit like that. Like, oh, this is illegal. You know, look at prohibition. Like we don't do anything overnight as humans. You that you there's a war for that whole gender pronouns and various other gender politics and identity politics that needs to be fought. Yes, but that's not something that you're going to win in one fucking election year. And also, when you win that, it's going to change in five or ten years. It's always changing. It's proven that sexual politics, and I'm just going to throw. I'm just that's not the actual word, but I'm going to use it just to encompass everything: identity, sexuality. Uh, All these things, they constantly change based on society and whatever is important at that time. And because of that, I find it bizarre that we're putting emphasis on reworking and changing everything when this is going to change in probably five or ten years. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, like, Fight the good fight, but don't think that you're going to win this in a year or four years, or even if you, quote, ever would win this, which you won't, because like you just said, even if you did, it'll change again, five, 10 years, 20 years, a generation yeah. or two from that point. It's like it's the, always changing. It's like the Latin X or Latinx. Yes, they're trying to change the Not masculine so gen- gender specific. Gender specific. Yeah, they're trying to remove gender from the spanish language which is fucking strange and that's gonna take a long time if ever the thing is is that most of the gender wars it's all over the place it's right currently but it's happening here the most in this country so you're asking for a language to change to suit one portion of the global demographic you're, you're, you're changing an entire language to accommodate 1% of a 10% demographic of the world. It's very strange. So that being said, I had this conversation with my family who are all Mexican, straight up. I'm the first one born in the United States. And they think the Latinx thing is the most ridiculously stupid thing they've ever heard. And many of them are progressive. Who gives a shit? It's ridiculous, the, the emphasis they put on this. And it is everywhere now. Latinx. I don't want to be Latinx. 
I don't want to be Latinx. Yeah. I don't want to be Latinx. I'm just Latin, Latino, or Mexican-American, or better yet, just American. Or that asshole. Yeah, or just a dude with a small penis. (laughs) I'm okay with that too, right, Greta? How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) All right, do you want to jump into news for us, Thomas? Sure, why not? Do you see all those topics I posted in Discord? Uh, I believe I have the right list. All right, let's get into it. Give me a second just to pull up the the news theme, Thomas. It's been a while. We have not done news in quite some time. We have not. Go ahead. Take us away, Thomas. All right. Ice Cube exits Sony Comedy. Oh, hell no. After declining a COVID-19 vaccine. Blah, blah, blah. Ice Cube has departed Sony's upcoming comedy, Oh Hell No, in which he would have co-starred with Jack Black after declining a request from producers to get vaccinated, sources tell The Hollywood Reporter. Sony had no comment. A personal representative for the star declined to comment. WME, his agency, declined to comment. Oh Hell No is being produced by Matt Tolmick uh, and, and Jack Black, who both did not offer a comment. I guess it's the end of the story at this fucking rate. Okay, so th- 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 <laughs> this is strange because a lot of people are being criticized. Uh, there was an actress on the set of Black Panther, the one who's taking over the lead yeah, role. Yeah, the lead There was a rumor. Sister. There was a rumor that she wasn't going to get vaccinated, that she didn't want to. So you know what happened? It ended up not being true. She had to actually make a public, a formal public statement to tell people that that's not true because people were attacking her attacking her for being an anti-vaxxer. And this goes into the Chappelle thing too for a second here. So black people matter only when the narrative fits what you want it to be. Correct. As soon as black people oppose white ideology or the white progressive narrative, suddenly you can shit all over them. Apparently. That is okay. The same thing with Chappelle. Blah, blah, Black blah. voices are important. Expressing yourself in a satirical when it's manner. something we want to hear. Which, by the way, Chappelle's entire bit is political. It's opinion. It's his voice through the lens of the Black experience. But let's shame him and shut him down for speaking his truth because it doesn't fit white progressives. Yeah, it sounds right. Okay, let's go with that. It's same thing with Ice Cube now. They're going to shut him down because it doesn't fit. Look what he did with Trump uh, about a year and a half ago when he signed on to Trump's plan to help infuse money into black neighborhoods. People called him a traitor. Or going with Trump's plan because it meant more jobs for black people, more black services within communities, more black programs, but because he made a deal with Trump to make this happen, fuck him. Fuck him. Because how dare the black man go against our pre-described message. White progressive narrative. How dare you? And I, I hate saying white, as you know, because I'm generalizing, but that's for the most yeah, part. pretty much. That's yeah. what's happening. It's, it's white liberal progressives that are the ones doing these things most of the time hypocrisy yeah at its finest and listen i'm not okay for for one we haven't talked about covid in a while i am not anti-vax by any means i am vaccinated my son's vaccinated my entire family is as far as i know 
However, I find it unethical to some degree for private companies to institute mandates, get vaccinated or you're fired. Now, the reason why I'm not behind that is because of the way it's being done. For example, Biden being the authoritarian he is. By the way, Biden has now become everything people were afraid Trump Trump was going to be. Yep. He's using branches of the government. (laughs) Branches. Think about how dystopian that is. He used the CDC. Then when Biden couldn't get everyone vaccinated, he then decides to use OSHA to infiltrate private corporations to enforce his agenda. That is so fucking unethical well, especially on every I'm level. I'm pretty damn sure no other vaccine for various other like fucking polio is, is that required by OSHA? No. I don't believe Although so. Although it is. Like that's a whole other issue, but I'm yeah. saying just to play devil's advocate, is this the first time that we've pushed that through the no, workforce? No, there has been, believe it or not, if, I don't you, know. if you read through history, there's been a lot of pushback on vaccinations. Yeah. They don't like to talk about it in the news because it, derails the narrative that there's something wrong with us now mm-hmm. the people who don't want to be vaccinated there's something specifically you're, wrong you're with a them monster now and it's the first time it's ever happened but there were people that didn't want to get vaxxed during the polio time either yeah. plenty of people uh and to force people to get vaccinated is is wrong in my opinion now i i believe everyone should get vaccinated that's my thought i believe there shouldn't be a reason unless you have underlying issues you should get vaccinated, period, because you're protecting yourself and you're preventing the spread of COVID. You're preventing it from mutating, blah, 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 right? Thunder, right. Blah, right. blah, blah. Okay. However, there's an argument to be made about certain things because I understand liberties are important and rights are important, but there is a cost to liberty and there's a cost to rights. Just because you have them doesn't mean there isn't a payment to be made. And some of that payment sometimes means you have to look at society and understand that you have a responsibility to protect certain people. So that is why I personally, from my own moral and ethical principles, believe that people should be vaccinated. But there's plenty of philosophers. John Stuart Mill is one of them from the 1800s who talks about liberty and how liberty is the most important thing to any society and how people who exercise liberties do have responsibility to others. Just because your liberty says that you should be free does not mean you don't have responsibility. So there are arguments, there are debates to have. And if you realize I am going back and forth because my point is is that there should be discussion, Mm -hmm. not enforcement. Yeah. There should be education, not enforcement. I think that's the bigger issue. Because I am not opposed to the government saying, hey, listen, if you want to travel, vaccination. If you want to go to another country, vaccination. Because there is a cost of our liberty in this country. There's a cost for our rights. And if it means you have to be vaccinated before you're allowed to leave the country, so be it. But to infiltrate infiltrate private corporations through strong-arming them through a branch of the government, that's tyrannical. That's yeah, totally that's exactly what people were afraid Trump was here's the if trump had won in 2020 and he was pushing this it'd be fucking all hell broke loose but because it's biden and he's one of us 
It goes down a little bit more easier when you swallow I think the hypocrisy it. bothers me I so think, much, too. I, and I also think Biden is going to be a one-termer. And I, I, think, so. I, and I, think I, so I too. honestly think that he has ruined the Democrats' chance already for the yeah. next for the next go-round. Because there's a lot of people who are now criticizing him about a uh-huh. lot of things. His own people, His own people. are not on board. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the Democrats are so divided. There's, it's there ridiculous. are a group of piranhas sometimes, man. Like, well, because the Democrat Party has become multiple parties. You have, the yeah. mod, you have the moderates, and you have the classic Democrats, and then you have the radical lunatics. And unfortunately, the radical lunatics are ruining it for the entire Democratic Party. I mean, look at Kristen Cinema right now, how uh, she is one of the senators that's holding up the infrastructure bill that Biden is trying to pass. And people on the far left are criticizing her, saying that she's selfish because she's not just kowtowing, kowtowing. Is it kowtowing or kowtowing? Kowtowing. I, I think kowtowing. Camel towing? Yeah, or that. He is bisexual, and she's kind of attractive. Like right there, too. They were praising her and giving her all this kudos yeah. and justice because she's an openly bisexual senator, and now the second that they, she steps against what they like, she's the fucking enemy. Like, they... I'm pretty independent on most things, but it's like the far-end liberal mindset is just fucking self-feeding. Whoever bleeds, they devour. Very weird because you're absolutely right. But the thing is, is they don't they don't understand how how these people work. She is representing her constituents. Yet again, you got to remember, politicians reflect their constituents. And the reason why she's holding out. Because she knows that the majority of the people she represents in the state of Arizona. They're not on board, even the people who are recognized as blue Democrats. For the most part, the Democrats here are moderates in Arizona. Yeah. We're not we like just went blue for like the first time ever. But you have to be part of their collective. They don't understand how politics work. They feel like Kristen Cinema is a piece of shit hypocrite who shouldn't be a senator and should be removed from office immediately. She doesn't represent they, us as as Democrats. And guess what? They shouldn't. She shouldn't represent you in Oregon or California. She should you know why? Arizona. Because she's the Arizona senator. That's why she was elected to represent us. So when people say, how dare her, talk to your own senator. Make, yeah. your, make your senator how do more work you? if you need them to. <laughs> Kristen Simina, Simina, Cinema, Cinema, motherfucking Cinema, Cinema, <laughs> she represents us for the most part. And that's why she's a moderate, because she's trying to reflect Arizona. And the fact that people don't get that and they think that she should represent them yeah. is beyond me. That, that that that's the point, you know. Like those Democrats outside of Arizona, just look at the Democrats here and said, "You're not part of our collective." It, that's exactly that's a coll- what it is. it's a it's a it's a collective mentality. Well, all it's of a sudden. sad because that's the very mentality that results in nothing being changed. It's a lot more worse, and I, I think than what the Republicans were doing. They had that sort of like same mentality, but the Democrats are like, "Wow, this is like they're taking it." They're really taking it and embracing that. So the way I've kind of looked at it usually is I feel like hardcore conservative Republicans are kind of dumb and hardcore liberal Democrats are fucking like evil. Like that's like, like it feels like that South Park episode. You choose between a piece of shit or a giant douche. Like those are your choices. That's what they are. The hardcore far left Democrats are pompous. The reason why. And everyone's exhausted in the middle. The reason why Republicans 
are united for the most part, it's because they have united in a fight against lunacy. That's yeah. the reason why that's the only, because there are divisions within Republican oh, yeah. party. There are opposing ideologies, viewpoints. Remember when Mitt Romney became a, a Borg collective rather than a person. Yeah. When he finally got elected or nominated. Yeah. And the reason why the Republicans appear not as divided as the Democrats and simple, it's because they have united under one common cause and that's to prevent, to prevent the lunacy of the far left from continuing on because they're infiltrating every walk of life and they're such a small minority. They have so much power. And that is the reason why the Republican party has become united despite the glaring differences amongst many of them. The Democrats don't have that. They don't have that one united force uniting force because many of the Democrats themselves are looking at the far left as what the fuck is wrong with you? Shut the fuck up. You're messing it up for the rest of us. You're all making us look like a bunch of yahoos. That's the problem with the democratic party. And if a politician were to say that like Kristen Sinema, she says a lot by not saying anything. People are like, can she at least say something? She is, she is saying something. What What she's saying is I'm not going to acquiesce to lunacy. Yeah. I'm going to represent the people who elected me, not you in Oregon or in California that had no bearing on my electoral position or will ever have a say in her electoral position. I like I like what you said though. I think it's uh I think it's much more profound one-term president. That's what we're looking at. This is a one-term president. Yeah, Biden is done, dude. The yeah. Afghanistan thing was a fucking oh, no. disaster, horrific appalling it's like just pissing so many people off on both sides and yet achieving not a lot of anything yeah that actually bothered me i talked to steve about that for a while i said that this and i'm kind of glad we didn't have any shows at that time because i was Mm. consumed with it because i feel like the reason why it bothered me so much the whole pulling out of afghanistan the way it was done is because i grew up with the issue of 9-11 i remember seeing years old and our lives changed forever after 9-11. So we have a very different view. It's no different than the people who grew up during Vietnam and why they were so adamant during the 60s and the whole movement against war because they grew up with it. They yeah. witnessed the people dying daily, the millions of people. We witnessed the atrocity of 9-11 and people jumping from skyscrapers in order to escape burning alive. It's horrific. And then we went to war. Uh, a war we probably shouldn't have ever gone to. Yeah. It changed us as Americans forever. Mm-hmm. We will never, ever go back. We lost our innocence. Oh, yeah. And then it all amounts to absolutely nothing because of how Biden chose to pull yep. out with no strategy, no plan whatsoever. He just pulled out and he nutted all over her the back, in the mouth, got the woman pregnant anyways because yes. we didn't have a condom. Yeah, didn't aim at no, all. Still was, got it. It was just all over the place. Mm-hmm. The dog got it. The couch got it. The bed got it. It's a the fucking... cameraman got it's it. It's just a jizz party. hmm Anyways, we need to wrap this show. Yeah. So we end on jizz party. Yeah, jizz party all over the time. Blah, right. blah, blah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Radio 
Thank you for listening to The Rain Man Show with your host, Michael Flores, with hosts Thomas Cowley, Tony Sabal, produced by Michael Flores and Bobby Doherty. The Rain Man Show is a Cazador Productions and Rain Man Digital Broadcast production. For all things Rain Man Show, go to rainmandigitalmedia.com.